Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello. <laughs> happy day, happy moment. I love that we are transcending time and space once again by joining together via Unity FM radio and the online downloads. And uh, we're going to say a blessing here. And just before I do that, I want to mention you can get all the downloads of all the previous episodes with Ken Wapnick, Gary Renard, Colin Tipping, Rhonda Britton, John Mundy, uh, David Hoffmeister, all your Course in Miracles favorites, Regina Dawn Akers, so many wonderful, wonderful teachers, all in the archive, totally free for you at iTunes. So if you just search for my name, Jennifer Hadley, at iTunes, you'll see all the free stuff that's there from me. And if you like any of it, please write a review, because when you write a review, then more people find it. And since it's all free, if you like it, why not create good karma (laughs) and share? So thank you very much. Let us place our hand on our heart. And take this holy breath of love and gratitude. Today we're preparing to have a greater understanding than ever before of our life of love without conflict. Taking this holy breath, we breathe in love, we breathe out gratitude, we open our awareness to the higher Holy Spirit self, and we let the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting as we remember our true identity. We dedicate ourselves to this remembrance, to remembering the truth that sets us free. So grateful and so thankful to join together right now for the holy purpose of awakening and sharing the benefits with everyone, extending the love to all of our brothers and sisters. We invoke divine grace into our awareness and we release any attachments, any cravings, any aversions, anything that we've held on to, any grievances, We place them on the holy altar fire of divine love and we open ourselves to the truth right now. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. All right, I'm going to have a sip of my tea. I had my smoothie right before. Sometimes it gets a little caught in my throat. Oh, wow. I don't know about you, but I am feeling so much expansion this year. So much more clarity and purity like never before. And I know it's because I myself have been doing increased spiritual practice. And of course, that's the thing that always is the can opener. It opens the the door to our awareness is our willingness and interest in communing with the beloved, with the divine, which is our true nature. And this also is the time where we're coming out of winter here in the uh, Northern Hemisphere. We're coming out of winter and getting ready for spring. Spring is going to be here in two weeks. It's so cool and awesome. And 
I'm getting ready for my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class. So we're going to start on the first day of spring, March 21st. It's my seven-week spiritual boot camp class. And I, I want to, I'm bringing this up because so many people have relationship healing when they deepen their spiritual practice. Amazing relationship healing. Yes, of course, we all know people have miraculous physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing through their spiritual practice. But relationship healing is extraordinary because when people do the spiritual work of clearing out their attachments to the judgments and the conflicted thinking, being conflicted in their heart and mind, so holding one thought in their heart, in other words, I choose love, I choose peace, but in their mind, not actually choosing love, not actually choosing peace. So they're incongruent. Then there's all kinds of confusion, upset, and real pain and suffering that's created. And what I know for myself is for a long, long time, that was my experience as a spiritual student, that I was in a deep inner conflict. And I didn't really get that that inner conflict of saying that I wanted to choose peace, but not being able to be consistent and actually choosing to hold on to grievances, to take offense, to be offensive. And to energize lack and limitation, all of that was, of course, the reason why I was experiencing conflict in the world, conflict in my finances, conflict in my emotional experience of life. And it is amazing what miraculous healing we can have when we do what it says in A Course in Miracles, when we literally align with it and value the truth more than we value the story that we've made up and our opinions and judgments about our experience. So it's really possible to have loving relationships without conflict. What I notice in my own life is through dedicating myself to this practice, which has not been easy for me to do, to get to the point of dedication. But once you get there, let me just tell you, when you really go for the dedication and the commitment, you make that your number one priority, then you can actually land there and live there. And so you then are building your life on the solid rock of the I am presence as your life. You begin to live as your higher self because that is your true identity. You don't have to wait to align with your higher self. You don't have to wait until you reach total atonement. You can really have an extraordinary alignment right now. So why delay? And it's interesting, I teach a year-long class, and people are still joining it. People are still saying, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. And uh, I teach a year-long class called Masterful Living. And somebody said the other day to me that they realized, oh my gosh, you really do care about us. You really are in tune with us. And she said, you know, I've spent a lot of money and taken a lot of classes. And in those classes, I didn't do the work. You know, she said she she had listened and she had done some reading and stuff, but she never really did the work. And that is extremely common extremely common and so now she's really doing the work and she's having a healing so she paid all that money to take those classes to really get clear that unless she did the work things weren't going to change for her so now she's willing to do the work and that is what i'm talking about (laughs) doing the work and it's actually incredibly fun and enjoyable and beneficial when we do it together. It's like there's this increased power when we join together, when we become the two or more who are gathered. So this is why I offered free daily prayer 
and daily inspiration at jenniferhadley.com. This is why I offer my Finding Freedom 7-Week Spiritual Boot Camp, so that people will literally hold my hand, go down the path, just do the things that I give you to do, which have created so much ease and grace in my life and the life of many, many people who have taken this class. So that's the great thing is, if you follow A Course in Miracles, this is a 365-day workbook. And you follow it along, you are going to have enormous healing. Now, what's true is many people have told me over the years that they have been reading it and studying it without actually doing it. And so they enjoy reading it, studying it, and doing it. And they have come to tell themselves that by just reading it and studying it, that somehow they're doing it. No, a spiritual practice is a living thing. It is an absolutely living thing. And it requires your attention all day long. All day long. And it's wonderful when you develop the commitment and the willingness to do this. So... This is the invitation that I offer every week, really, is to move out of an intellectual approach to your spiritual practice. And many people who are drawn to A Course in Miracles are drawn to it because it is so intellectual. And that was me, too. That was absolutely me, too. (laughs) Because I'm a smarty pants, and so I like to read things that are really beautifully written and that are um, challenging. And so when I read A Course in Miracles for the first time, I just loved it. I just lapped it up. I loved the iambic pentameter. I loved everything about it. It just was thrilling to me to hear that voice and connect into that voice and so liberating to begin to do those practices. It actually was, for me, it was a wonderful recognition that I had already been doing these very same practices on a daily basis, but I didn't even know it. I just thought it was my personal spiritual practice of awakening. So this is the invitation to not let another day go by where you're just paying lip service to your spiritual practice, to be wholehearted and to be in heart service because truly you doing the work brings benefit to everyone, 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 everyone. And this is our divine opportunity. This is our, oh, the great benefit that we can bring to ourselves and to everyone else. So let us dive in here, and we're going to look at love without conflict. Now, first of all, let's just talk for a minute about conflict, because what happens in our minds is we begin to have this thing that I was talking about before, the the incongruency where we're holding one thought in our heart and another thought in our mind and there is an intense incongruency and when that happens we become so conflicted our whole life becomes conflicted and it shows up in ways that it seems like we can't get any traction it seems like we don't really know what direction we're going in we're kind of flopping all around the place And we can put an end to that simply by being willing to be wholehearted. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart right now. And take this holy breath of love and gratitude. And giving thanks right now. That no matter what your experience has been in the past, you can become clear right now. So what is, 
What is the deep desire of your heart? Just notice, what is the deep longing that you feel? Do you feel a deep longing? And what is it for? Is it for appreciation? Is it for recognition? Is the deep longing for connection with spirit? Connection with love? Connection with another human being? What is the deep longing? Perhaps the deep longing is to feel financially viable, prosperous, abundant. Taking that breath, just getting clear. What is the thing that you're most most interested in? What is the experience? What is the feeling? Maybe the longing is for true peace, true happiness. Joy that is unconditional. Harmony that is unprecedented. So tuning into it, just really becoming aware. What is the deep desire of your heart? And then noticing what are your most frequent thoughts about that desire. Is your most frequent thought that you don't have it, that you can't get it, that you can't find it? What is your most frequent thought? Because whatever your most frequent thought is, is going to be your experience. So just really inviting you right now to notice, is there a discrepancy between the deep desire of your heart And your most common thought about that desire. Is there a discrepancy? Because what I find is that when people are stuck, when people are feeling stuck, obviously we're never actually stuck except in our mental thought patterns. But when people are feeling stuck, when people are feeling confused, people are feeling conflicted, Bottom line is that deep desire of the heart and your most common thought about it are usually diametrically opposed. So what's happening then is it's like your heart is moving in one direction and your mind is going in the opposite direction. And so no wonder you can't get any traction. No wonder there's conflict. And what I see all the time is things like this. People, the deep desire of their heart is to feel free, to feel unlimited and unbounded, to feel strong and powerful, that their heart and mind are aligned, that they are focused on love, being loving, being generous, and being kind. But in their mind, they're focusing on judgments, complaints, comparisons, And so there's a giant conflict and then it shows up in their life as they can manifest stuff, but they can't hold on to it. They can have peace for a moment, but they can't hold on to it. They have clarity for a moment, but they can't hold on to it. This can all be healed amazingly quickly. While we're on a break, I'm going to invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com. And I'm going to invite you to take a look at the Finding Freedom page and just read a couple of the testimonials there. See if this class is for you. Also, you won't have time during the break, but there's an amazing video on the page and I would like everyone to see it. I didn't make the video. It just inspires me. So JenniferHadley.com, the Finding Freedom page. I love you. And you're listening to Jennifer Hadley on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to 
A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're talking about love without conflict. Not love and conflict, love without conflict. (laughs) And uh, this is a great section in the text. It's chapter 4, section 3. And there's so much in here. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I'm always saying, seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you. So, cause, and I repeat it all the time because it's so valuable. Now, what many people are doing is they're looking outside of themselves to find whatever they think might represent the kingdom. Because remember, Course in Miracles teaches us that this world is an illusion. It's symbolic. It's symbolic of us working out things in our mind. So if we're energizing thoughts of separation, thoughts of limitation, thoughts of lack, thoughts of conflict, what are we going to see in our world? We're going to see exactly that. And we're going to see it on every landscape. It's going to show up in our body. It's going to show up in our finances. It's going to show up in our creativity, in our relationships, in every aspect of our life. Because that's how this symbolic world of illusion works. It it just naturally is going to always be showing us the product of our thinking. So we can have love without conflict when we're willing to really go within and value the kingdom which is within. So it says here, love without conflict starts with, it's hard to understand what the kingdom of heaven is within you really means. It's hard to understand what the kingdom of heaven is within you really means. This is because it is not understandable to the ego. So if we're identified with the ego, we're trying to understand things through the thought system of separation, seeking the kingdom within us isn't even going to make sense. This is why it requires tremendous willingness as well as trust and faith. And I have been uh, working on uh, uh, sharing about trust and faith and releasing the resistance, cultivating the willingness all week because I'm doing a free call, you call it a class on Saturday morning. And uh, you can sign up for it, by the way, on that Finding Freedom page. Totally free. If you can't be with me on Saturday morning, it's at 9 a.m. Pacific time, uh, which is noon Eastern and 11 for you central folks, um, 5 p.m. in the U.K., uh so it's this saturday if you can't be with me live on the call to ask me questions you can register you can type in a question i'll see if i can get to it during the call and i also will send you the download afterwards and with any luck i'll be live streaming this (laughs) so i'm working on live streaming more and more So this has been the focus for my week this week is releasing resistance and reluctance. So it says here, it's hard to understand what the kingdom of heaven is within you really means. This is because it is not understandable to the ego, which interprets it as if something outside is inside. And this does not mean anything. Check that out. It's as if something outside is inside. So when we think the kingdom is outside us, something that we're trying to get, that it is the kingdom is represented by stuff like cars and houses and people, then we're not going to understand that the kingdom is within. And I also believe that if how you feel about yourself is that you're spiritually stupid or you are untrustworthy because you keep making commitments that you're going to do something and you don't do it, or you're not going to do something and you go ahead and do it, then you don't feel trustworthy. And this is one of the most common experiences of conflict that people have. They say, I'm not going to eat any more brownies, and then they eat three more. They say, I'm never going to call him or her again. I'm never going to sleep with him or her again. And next thing you know, they wake up together. They have all these things. I'm not going to have a drink tonight. They have three. It's it's 
hey, I've done, you know, some of these things, believe me. <laughs> and I understand. I understand. So that's our learning in this world of illusion. That when there's an inner conflict, such as, I would like to choose love, but in this moment, I prefer to choose a grievance. I prefer to take offense. I prefer to complain. I'd like to choose love, but not as much as I'd like to complain. I'd like to choose love, but not as much as I'd like to cherish my opinion. You see, then there's a tremendous inner conflict and it spirals out into everything in our life. So if we value what seems to be outside the body and we're trying to get things in order to satisfy the body and uh, what's the word? Um, celebrate the body, make the body the hero of our dream our illusion, then we will not be able to even conceive of the fact that the kingdom of heaven is within. And it's so good to just know that. So that's why if we are very strongly identified with the ego, let's not try to understand it. Let's be willing to understand it. Then it can actually happen. Now, I love this. The word within is unnecessary. The kingdom of heaven is you. The kingdom of heaven is you. There is no real within. There's just that concept when we have a body that the the kingdom is within. The kingdom of heaven is you. What else but you did the creator create? And what else but you is his kingdom? This is the whole message of the atonement, a message which in totality transcends the sum of its parts. You too have a kingdom with your spirit that your spirit created. It is not, it has not ceased to create because of the ego's illusions. Now, a little bit further along here, it says, the kingdom is perfectly united and perfectly protected and the ego will not prevail against it. Amen. There is your affirmation. And uh, by the way, I just want to say I am working on A Course of Miracles phone app. A Course of Miracles phone app for iPhone, iPad, and Android. That's what I'm working on. It's one of my big projects. That's my next free thing I'm going to give away. So I'm inviting you, if you're interested in... uh contributing any thoughts or ideas to that, then I'm inviting you to join my email list because I'm going to send a survey and ask that ask for that. So if you uh, go to jenniferhadley.com and on the homepage there, you can sign up for the free Get Over It, uh, my free workshop, and you'll then be on my email list. Or you can sign up for the daily prayer the click and pray in your email, my daily spiritual espresso. So there are a couple of things there you can sign up for. You can just sign up for the workshop on Saturday. And then when it comes time for me, I'm going to be sending a survey really soon about this iPhone app. We're putting it together and laying it all out now. And I'd love your suggestions if you're interested in that. So how did I get off on that? I don't know. I guess I'm just excited about it. So the Holy Spirit diverted me. (laughs) It is surely apparent by now why the ego regards spirit as its enemy. The ego arose from the separation and its continued existence depends on your continuing belief in the separation. The ego must offer you some sort of reward for maintaining this belief. All it can offer is a sense of temporary existence, which begins with its own beginning and ends with its own ending. It tells you this life is your existence because it is its own. Against this sense of temporary existence, spirit offers you the knowledge of permanence and unshakable being. <laughs> 
No one who has experienced the revelation of this can ever fully believe in the ego again. How can its meager offerings to you prevail against the glorious gift of God? Now, this is the promise of total self-worth, total healing, total awakening and enlightenment. So all we have to do is cultivate the willingness to value that more than the stuff of this world. And then we will begin to discover that we are the kingdom of God and everything will be added unto us. It is a miraculous formula that works. This is my personal experience. It's unfolding. I've not reached the atonement yet, but I feel closer every day. And so this is why I share all over the place, mostly for free, so that people will simply be willing to value that. So it is valuing love wholeheartedly that gives you love without conflict. Any conflict that you're experiencing in your love life, in your body, in your emotional body, in your workplace, in any of your relationships is a representation of the inner conflict. So we cultivate our willingness to choose love over and over and over again. Now, uh, my page 61, we're in chapter 4 of the text, section 3, Love Without Contact. Conflict, paragraph 4. You who identify with your ego cannot believe God loves you. We might be able to believe it on an intellectual level, but it's the really feeling it that makes the difference. You do not love what you made, and what you made does not love you. Being made out of the denial of the Father, the ego has no allegiance to its maker. So the ego is like a shark that was created by your choosing separation, and it's trying to eat you alive. It's crazy time. (laughs) You cannot conceive of the real relationship that exists between God and his creations because of your hatred for the self you made. And that's the thing that I find that every spiritual student gets to eventually is that there is underneath all of the ego stuff, there is this deep sense of self-hatred for having chosen separation, for having valued that which is valueless, for so often having chosen something other than love when we know that love is the healer, love is the answer, love is the abundance, love is the prosperity, love is everything, and separation is nothing. And yet, for most of us, All day long, we choose to energize separation by choosing to energize opinions, judgments, taking offense, comparisons, complaining. These are the weapons of mass distraction and destruction. So what they seemingly do is separate us from our loving heart. But the truth is, just like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, we have the power to go home at any moment. All we have to do is wholeheartedly value love instead of separation. It says here, no love in this world is without this ambivalence. And since no ego has experienced love without ambivalence, the concept is beyond its understanding. Love will either, will enter immediately into any mind that truly wants it, but it must want it truly. So this is our work to cultivate the deep desire of our heart, like I was sharing about before. We're cultivating the deep desire of our heart simply to know love, to be loving, to be in the flow of love, to value love more than everything else, and to value the opportunity to share love, to extend love, instead of to withhold it. Love holds no grievances, and neither do I. 
That's one of my affirmations. Love holds no grievances and neither do I. I am love. I am the kingdom of heaven. I am that I am. The kingdom of heaven is what I am. And I am willing to understand that. And we can start right where we are. That is the only place that we can start. And the idea that we are far away from awakening and reaching the atonement is just as much as an illusion as the illusion of separation. There is no distance that we must travel in order to return to love. No distance whatsoever. Time and space are an illusion. So Ernest Holmes, the founder of Science of Mind, he had such beautiful teachings, and I'm a Science of Mind trained practitioner and minister from the Agape community. And one of my favorite quotes from Ernest Holmes was, There is no time in healing. Healing does not take time. The only time it takes to have a healing is the time that it takes to have a realization of the truth. And what is required for us to have a realization of the truth? One thing and one thing only, that we value it. We value it above all else. I'm willing to value the truth above all else. What does the truth do? It sets us free. How does it set us free? When we value the truth above all else, then everything that is false, everything that it is is an illusion, naturally falls away and dissipates into the nothingness from which it arose in our minds to capture our attention. It is nothing. The kingdom is everything, and that's what you are. You are the kingdom. You are everything. So that's why the teaching is, seek first the kingdom, which you are, and all else will be added unto you. That's the truth that sets us free. So I'm inviting you again to go to jenniferhadley.com and... Check it out during the break, Finding Freedom. The free call starts uh, is on Saturday. You can sign up now. And I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk. We're living the love right here. And we'll be right back. John is looking for adventure. Mumbai is a must-see, and the night safari, that's one for the life list. Joe is seeking a little Eastern enlightenment. As the Buddha said, it is better to travel well than to arrive. Both find peace in daily meditation. Both Joe and John will find exactly what they're seeking on Spirit of the East, a 14-day voyage from Singapore to Mumbai. And so will you. Join us April 17th through May 1st, 2013. Spirit of the East, a perfect blend of relaxation and adventure. Explore more at unity.org slash spirit of the East. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Ah, yes. So we're back and we're discussing love without conflict because this is the life that we deeply desire, a life without conflict, a life of love. Oh, my goodness. And you know what it requires? It requires that congruency of heart and mind. And is it challenging to build that discipline? It is. I am telling you, I say all the time that it totally kicked my butt. It kicked my butt so hard, I have a whole new butt. And this, I mean, there's nothing that I've ever done in my whole life that was harder than being willing to be heart and mind congruent for love. That was the most challenging thing that I ever, ever decided to do. And I can honestly say that for a long stretch of time, on a daily basis practically, it brought me to my knees because I was so attached to my opinions, my judgments, my comparisons, my um, complaints. I was a complainer. I was a chronic complainer. Oh my goodness. And I did not get for one second seriously that all the conflict that I was experiencing in my life was a direct result of my unwillingness to simply be congruent. And I was constantly trying to move things around in the world. So I was constantly thinking that if I could only have uh, a better whatever, then I would be happy. I mean, I just chased that stuff around. And I thought, if I work harder, then I'll have more money. I thought, if I work smarter, then I'll have more money and more time. If I, whatever, just if I get new friends, then I'll be happier. If And I just constantly was trying to move things around in the world. And that's why I describe it now as trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. And now, for me, what I realize is my longing simply to be free, simply to be happy, brought me to the awareness that there's only one thing that's going to make me happy, and there's only going to be one thing that allows me to feel free consistently, and that is the truth. Living in alignment with the truth. And that takes valuing the highest and best choice in every moment. It takes valuing love, compassion, and forgiveness. Now, here's the thing. Many people resist forgiveness. They hold on to resentment and regret. They hold on and hold on like they think there's some benefit to it. They don't realize that all the conflict they're experiencing in their life is a direct result of holding on to the resentments and the regrets, the thoughts of revenge. All the suffering that we experience in this world is a result of that. Each person's individual decision to value resentment and regret more than love. This is the source of every challenge in the world, basically. And yet, how many people are trying to move things around in the world only to create different scenery, different relationships, right? In in uh, 
the healed relationships section in, I think it's chapter 17, it talks about how many people, instead of actually having a holy relationship, a peaceful, harmonious relationship, they will just go from one special relationship, one ego-based relationship, trying to fix that relationship, manipulate that relationship, control that relationship, abandon it, look for a new one, try to fix it, control it, make it, manipulate it. Never for one second giving thought to having a holy relationship. What is a holy relationship? It's love without conflict. You can actually have love without conflict. Like all the energy and time and effort that we pour into trying to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. When we can simply, literally... Back everything up, get off the Titanic, and have a life of love. Stay away from the icebergs. Celebrate abundance, prosperity, love, freedom, joy, harmony. How do we do it? Heart-mind congruency. That is the answer to love without conflict. And this is one of the basic things that we work on in my seven-week Finding Freedom class that starts on March 21st. So remember, I'm doing this free call on Saturday about releasing resistance and reluctance. I'm calling it Roto-Rooter That Resistance. (laughs) Just like get through it because you can. You can. This is what is so amazing to me. And this is why I dedicate my life to sharing most of it free. I I share so much because I'm so amazed and thrilled and grateful that the teachings in A Course in Miracles are true and it works if you work it. Now, many people lose commitment. They, or they lack commitment. They lack dedication. So this is why I like to gather people together in a sacred circle, online, in person, all different ways, by means of the radio show here online, in order that we come together regularly to liberate our minds from the slavery of separation. The suffering of separation. Suffering is optional. Slavery is optional. Feeling lost and conflicted is optional. Our little willingness is all that's required. Now it says here in the love and conflict section, page 61 in the text, in my version, paragraph 5. Check this out. There is a kind of experience so different from anything the ego can offer that you will never want to cover or hide it again. It is necessary to repeat that your belief in darkness and hiding is why the light cannot enter. The light cannot enter because you're not interested in the light. If you're feeling a lack of light, a lack of ease, a lack of grace, a lack of joy, a lack of peace, a lack of harmony, a lack of prosperity, a lack of abundance, a lack of anything good, it's because it's not what you value. Now, it might seem that that's crazy because you're working so hard to get all of those things. But the truth of the matter is, if you're doing anything in the world of effects, thinking that manipulating the world of effects, the world that you can touch with your physical senses, is what you're trying to change in order to get abundance, prosperity, happiness, freedom, then you are working in the wrong area. Seek first the kingdom. You are the kingdom. Seek to love and appreciate your true nature, which is love and appreciation. Then it says here a little bit further, and I just love this. Oh boy, I just love it so much. It says here, let us ask the Father, In my name, so this is Jesus speaking, let us ask the Father in my name to keep you mindful of his love for you and yours for him. 
Let us ask the Father in my name to keep you mindful of his love for you and yours for him. He has never failed to answer this request because it asks only for what he has already willed. Those who call truly are always answered. So your sincerity, your commitment, your dedication, your devotion to love itself, to remembering your true identity, this is the willingness that we are we're cultivating. No one can do this for you, but many can do this with you. So if you get together with your spiritual friends and they enjoy complaining, you enjoy gossiping with them, come out from among them. Don't complain about them. Don't criticize them. Don't judge them. Come out from among them. Be willing to go within. That's where the kingdom is. Just cultivate that willingness and do this on a daily basis. Say, Mother, Father, God, I am truly interested in love and being a loving presence. This is my highest calling. This is the deepest desire of my heart. Assist me, Holy Spirit, higher self, holy self. Assist me, Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, Buddha, Krishna, all of heaven, assist me in valuing that which is truly valuable and no longer being distracted by the things of this world. Give me every opportunity to choose love and recognize my choice. I choose love and love chooses me. So again, I'm offering this free call on Saturday anyone who would like to participate to assist you in releasing resistance and reluctance and having a breakthrough. If you can't join us on Saturday, you can get the download simply by um, giving your email and then when it's ready, I'll send it to you. Let's put our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful right now for the love of God is already ours. Everything that we deeply desire is already ours. And we're accepting it right now. We're allowing it right now. And we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Remember to register and watch the video on the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. I love you. Have a great, great week. And share this with anyone that you think can bring get benefit from it. Be well.